Hello. Hello. Welcome to I, I Have, Have a, a Strange Story, Story Podcast. Podcast. I paused a little bit because I burped quietly to myself. You know what? We both paused. I just watched you and I just follow your lead. Oh. And we did the thing, so yeah. <laughs> well, this is um, this is the intimate podcast where two sisters tell people's, um, you know, strange and paranormal paranormal stories and experiences. <laughs> um, so my name is Lindsay, and I'm Rebecca. And um, this seems maybe like our first episode based on our interaction just now, but it's not. It's episode <laughs> sixty nine. Yeah, I'm kind of sad. I know I'm kind of sad because I always thought when we got to episode 69, I was like, I'm going to tell like a weird story about someone getting pregnant by a ghost, you know, or like something. I know. Yeah. I was like, it's going to be so fucking cool because that's the first episode I ever heard from That's Weird Uh was episode 69 and they told a fun, right? And I was like, I'm going to do the same thing. But then I'm never prepared for Mm -hmm. this show. Oh, yeah. I'm usually Mm -hmm. still writing stuff down the minute that we talk <laughs> and so i didn't plan for it and i'm a little sad listen Did here's you? my problem no oh. here's my problem oh, okay. i thought this was episode 67 <laughs> oh wait <laughs> so i Is wrote it? that down no wait I, let me see maybe you're right i'm never right with these things so you're no, probably you're right no, it's yeah. episode 69. This okay, is- well, I'll just turn that seven into a nine. That's easy. <laughs> <laughs> that should not, nobody's going to question that when they Now listen, it. now listen. Okay. We just had a discussion and I'm a smart person. I know. But I have a difficult time counting, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> You're bad at math. Math, even if it's just plus one. Yeah, you can't do it. I can't. I'm stupid. Is that a plus or a minus? I don't know. Is it division? Are these (laughs) fractions? Oh, man. Listen, I have an announcement. Okay, cool. For um, the story that I told. Now, hold on a second. Let me see what episode it was so that I can Mm -hmm. announce it. Okay. I think it was episode, episode 67. I talked about the guy who went on the hike. And there was a river, and he found bones in the river, and they solved a mystery of a death yeah. from, like, the 80s, right? Yeah. So I actually was talking to him um, through Messenger, and he had told me that he had pictures, which he you noted in the story. And so he sent the pictures to us, and he gave us permission to share them. Oh, my so, God. So, yeah, we can post those, and you can tell that it is sincerely the pelvis of a human. Wow. Yeah, but they, um, he clarified that they actually thought the bones were maybe, like, from a cow, and they'd been, like, washed downstream, and maybe that's how they got there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know. And I think that I'd mentioned that there was that rust-colored rock. Yeah. And he was like, hey, girl, it wasn't the bumper. It was the top of the car. <laughs> Okay, and then so we I don't know like, anything about cars either. Yeah. Or trucks, no, so well, well, there's that. And then there's also that I don't take a lot of time to prepare. So <laughs> that's my bad. Sorry about that. But anyways, we're going to post those pictures for you guys to see from episode 67. Cool. Yeah. That's awesome. I can't wait to see those. Yes. I haven't even seen them yet. No, sorry about that. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's okay. <laughs> okay. And I finally <laughs> sent him his stickers. Oh, that's nice. I know. It was very nice of me. It took me forever, but I did yeah, it. I did it well, today. Well, I mean, better late than never. So, 
I lost our stickers, the yeah, stack I that have I have. Very many. Um, yeah, I think I haven't seen them since we went to Okinawa. And apparently they were still in the backpack that I took to Okinawa. <laughs> so, oh. so, yeah. <laughs> I switched purses. I had a stack of them in my other purse, but now I have a little purse, so, you know. Oh, cool. The way the That's... cookie crumbles. Yeah, I have an announcement. I'm just, it's a little PS, PSA, you guys. P, a little oh, PSA. Okay. A PSA. A pizza. Pizza. A pizza. Um, a pizza. Uh, so, just to let you know... If you're taking an antibiotic, you should probably not take your vitamins with it. This yeah. has been a public services announcement. Don't also, take your vitamins with your antibiotic. That's mm-hmm. true. And also, you're not supposed to take St. John's wort with birth control, <laughs> specifically <laughs> the ring. You're not supposed to. Okay. I read that, yeah, I read that after I'd been on the ring for years, and I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Whoo, dodged a bullet. <laughs> yeah, for real. That's nuts, man. <laughs> I had no idea. It's, like, specific. It's the only fucking thing it says, like, you're not supposed to oh take with God. it. I know. What the fuck are the chances? Seriously. And and that yeah. has been your public service announcement, folks. We're oh, here welcome. to sell, save lives. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I saved more lives than you did today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just That's kidding. Not a lie. <laughs> I know. Um anyways, the okay. big 6-9 episode. What do we have today? Okay, well I have a story about um two people. One on top, one on bottom. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> okay, I'm just kidding. Um, I have a cool story about um, a house that can only be described as evil. This story comes from us, to us from um, a woman who wrote this about her family. She lived in a house. Uh, they they rented this house in about in uh, 2017, and it was an old kind of gross house. She said, um, just to kind of give you an idea of what it is, what it looks like. Um, it sat on a hill by itself, and it was fenced in, and um, there was a clubhouse in the backyard. Huh. Yeah. And she said it was in re- il- uh, really rough shape, but the landlord promised that they would fix everything. Also, it was in their budget. Um, they were slightly desperate, so they were like, what the fuck? This is going to be it. It's going to be gross, but we're going to, you know, we're going to be fine. Um, so they rented it. And um, this house was so old. It had, it didn't have any ceiling lights. Okay. So, like, you had to plug in lamps and shit like that. That could have been um, built, like, in the 60s. Yeah. In the 60s, it wasn't popular to have. Well, I mean, there were still lights, but, like, the living room didn't have lights or anything. Right. Yeah. Anyways, um, that's cool. Yeah. It's different, isn't it? Yeah. So, um, so that was kind of the weird thing. Another weird thing was that um, this house had a basement. But it was outside and kind of around the porch, and it was just a small door. So as soon as they moved in, she said that strange things started to happen. Um, And she described the air as being heavy and filled with dread. She said her once family, a happy family became depressed. Her marriage suffered. No matter what, she couldn't be happy inside the house. Um, One of the first weird things that she noticed was... um, she saw this, these angel figure figurines, 
in a circle just hanging out inside of the clubhouse. And she thought that was a little weird. Um, but she just thought maybe it was the kids that used to live here. They were Maybe they just did strange things and that was it. One day, her and her teenage daughter went to explore the basement. And they discovered that it was basically just a person-sized space where you could walk in about 100 feet. Um, they said the really weird shit was it. there was this, um, like, funeral flower arrangement. And uh, she said that there was no lights, there was no floor, it was just a dirt hole. Um, so kind of creepy. Um, and at this time after moving in, she said that her dog started to act really strange. So she has four dogs, a German Shepherd, a Pit Bull, a ter- Terrier Mix, and a Chihuahua. Um, she said that these dogs started to follow her everywhere and they would never leave her side. God, and like <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, she said that uh, wherever she would go, they would stay close to her, like, and and uh, even form kind of like a circle around her. She said Ooh. they even, I know, yeah. She said they even began to like follow her into the bathroom. Um, and then shortly, they started to have some electrical problem problems. So. They would hear zaps and buzzing from their breaker box. They would call the landlord. The landlord would come and fix it. Um, and then they, they would start having problems again. So it was so bad that they said that she said that she had to leave the house for like a weekend in fear of an electrical fire. Um, so this is all kind of strange things. But I think the weird star- stuff started happening around Christmas time. She said her older son was um, hanging out in the living room. He got spooked and ran into their bedroom, and he was crying about seeing a woman in a nightgown staring at him through the living room window. Um, She said she and her husband searched the house. They searched outside. They couldn't find anybody. Um, And then things just kind of got worse after this. Um, She started to have nightmares, and her nightmares were vivid and um, terrifying. It was her um, setting the house on fire, and she would lay to bed, uh, just lay down in bed and watch everything around her burn to the ground. She said her husband was having the same thing happen to him. Oh, my God. And they just had this feeling of dread and depression and, like, nothing was going to get better. And they were basically like, we just want to die here. Oh, my God. I love that they were having the same dream. (laughs) Well, I mean, if that ain't love. It's, yeah. I don't, I don't, if, it if might be paranormal. I don't meet somebody who has the exact same dream where we're fucking burning down a house together, then I don't really know if it's true love. Then is it really love? Right. I'm jelly. Yeah. Okay. So, so that's bad enough. Her father-in-law, though, bless his heart, started to have hallucinations. Aww. He would scream that the rooms were on fire. And he would also start. He also would start seeing um, a funeral take place in their yard, and he started talking to himself. And he was caught pouring bleach into a pot of beans she was cooking. Yes, <laughs> this is amazing. This is terrifying, isn't it? You could smell the bleach. Nobody was going to eat it. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay that luckily. He did that. Luckily, yeah, yes. It's going to be all right. But yeah, that's, I mean, it's, 
Well, I feel bad for him because he's probably confused and scared. Yes. I, I mean, it almost makes you just think he had dementia, but he didn't, right? So, um, okay, never mind. Get on with your story. Okay. So, um, at this point, <laughs> she and her family were fearing for their lives. She, um, she put all of the knives in her purse. She hid her purse. And then at night, her, her husband, and her four children would all go into one bedroom to go to bed. They would lock the door because they were afraid their grandfather was going to kill them. Oh. The idea of killing herself also grew so strong and she just couldn't take it anymore. So they decided to move. So okay. as soon as choice. it is a good choice. So as soon as they move, um, they felt a huge weight lifted. Um, a few and and everything was was kind of coming together. They were happier. Her marriage was getting better. Um, but a couple months later, she gets this message from her cousin on Facebook. And it's the message is about the house that she used to live in. Well, that motherfucker had caught on fire. Yes, I fucking knew it was going to catch <laughs> on fire. Yeah, she said that no one started it. The breaker box <laughs> caught on fire, which is where the children slept. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, so good news is, since moving out... Um, her dogs are normal, normal, her marriage has improved. Her father-in-law no longer has hallucinations. Oh, that and makes she, me the happiest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's why she was like, this house was truly just evil. Um, so I, um, thank you for letting us share the story. This is amazing. I'm so glad that your family is safe and that you are safe and that your pets are safe. Um, so I... I can look at this story as an outsider, obviously, right? Like, yes, I cannot, I don't know what they were experiencing. Um, but I'm just as a, as an observer, I'm going to tell you kind of what I think about this. And these, these things, I don't know. I, I they're okay. I'm just going to get on with it. So, so something was happening in that house, obviously. She says it was something evil. Uh Um, I kind of wonder if this was just something, not just something, but if this was something that was communicating to them in a way to make them leave the house. You know what I mean? Yeah, because it really makes me think of, okay, makes me think of a few things. It makes me think of The Conjuring. Mm Mm-hmm. And the Amityville, Amityville horror? horror? Amityville? Amityville horror. Yeah. Uh Okay. Because in both of those movies, they, you know, the, a person was possessed and taken over and they were having like premonitions about death and killing everybody and everything. So it almost makes me think that it was like a witch that had put a spell on them (laughs) or the house. Okay. What? No, 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 go ahead. I want to hear your, I want to hear no, it. No, that's it. I'm done. Oh, okay. Um, so I just kind of think, and this probably is not a popular view. And like I said, observer here, uh-huh. I don't know exactly what all went on, but what if something was trying to save them? Oh, I don't think anything was trying to save them. You don't think? Because no. here's the deal. Like we talk about things being evil and having a nature that we define in 
you know, for, for humanity or whatever, like we have feelings, you know, we feel fear, we feel happy, we feel whatever. Um, and we, the way that we can communicate is by saying, I am afraid that the house is going to be on fire. So what I think is like, what if something is trying to tell them the house is going to be on fire? It's kind of like the Mothman in a way, like people see this this being as like a scary entity that isn't omen for bad things, but also maybe he shows up whenever shit's going to get bad. So you start seeing the Mothman when a bridge is going to collapse and hundreds of people are going to die. And all of the things that came before that, his image is frightening. You know, he fucked with a couple of people. Like he, he scared some kids that were driving home. He peered, I think, at a tree and was really creepy and, and weird. Um, but after all this stuff, all this led up to a bridge collapsing and then the Mothman disappeared. There's a lot more that goes into that. Um, it's like, I think Ingrid Cold's involved in that or Ingrid Cole and um, UFO sightings and a bunch of other shit. Um, but that was all type of kind of like a premonition or a warning in a, in a way. Um, so that's kind of something that I'm thinking of, you know, I, but I can't say anything to it because what they felt is what they felt. And if yeah. she felt that it was evil, then it was probably evil. Yeah. Well, I want to research the land in that area and what happened in that house. Okay. I see what you mean. That's what like, I would think. Uh -huh. like, like, I would think that like, the reason why I said a witch is because I was thinking of like the conjuring. Okay. Because you would, if you didn't know the history of the house and that there was the witch who was killed and hung, mm, okay. then you wouldn't, you may think that it's just a poltergeist or whatever that's in the home, but it's mm -hmm. actually more of like a curse. Right. And it's truly trying to hurt because I, I think that's the difference between you and I, because mm -hmm. I'm always a half empty and you're a half full. I, I mean, not, girl. I mean, I guess maybe sometimes, I guess I, I just, you're I just getting into the half empty type. Of I world. just, you're coming I over just to think my a type. little bit differently than any, but everybody else. Oh, okay. <laughs> Shut <laughs> the fuck up. I don't know. Cause I, I mean, I don't, I don't think there's a lot of good out there. Um, mm. I think there's a lot of bad and uh -huh. I think the good stuff, I don't know. No, I see what you mean, girl, but I mean, I guess what I'm thinking of or what I I am trying to convey is more like an instinct or something. So if if this was a premonition, if something was telling them to get out of the house, it used fear to tell them to get out of the house. Yeah. Because if something was gentle and kind and and was like, no, everything is fine here. Just ignore that electrical box. Then nobody would leave. And then, but then you have this other form of communication by, I'm going to show you in your dream what is going to happen. You can't stay here. Your family is depressed. Your marriage is suffering. You're going to get killed in this house, either by yeah. your father-in-law or by the electrical fire. And so, like I said, I can't, I can't say one way or other, you know, I can't say that this wasn't evil. I wasn't there. I didn't experience these things. Yeah. All I'm saying that this may be a different form of communication. Yeah, it could have been. Yeah. The other thing, the other one thing that I kind of think about is if this was some type of psychic, um, 
psychic uh, message or something that all of the family received. Yeah. All together. They're a powerful family. I don't know. <laughs> or I something have... from the grave. That is weird shit to find your funeral shit in in the basement and to see a funeral in the yard. Yeah. I don't like that. That's what I think something else happened, man. There's probably somebody buried in that basement. Could be. And mm-hmm. they've cursed it. Possibly. I cursed you know, this house in particular. It cost me a lot of money. <laughs> I get it. I know. Yeah. Dude, that reminds me of something that happened to me yesterday. Oh. What happened? Your story did. So I was um, getting ready for bed. And I brought my precious baby Ruckus to bed mm-hmm. um, and I put him down and then I had to go do one more thing and I forget what it was, but I was like, okay. And I picked up the plug, I plugged my phone in and I put it down. And as I was walking out, um, I kind of, I heard something like drop and I was like, uh, came back in to the bedroom and my phone was not plugged in. And I said, that's fair. <laughs> it was like something unplugged it. Oh, weird. Right. And I was like, I know I fucking plugged it in. Like I, mm-hmm. I fucking plugged it in. I did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But when I came back in, it was unplugged. I was like, whatever. Weird. I, I just went on with my day. Had a weird experience. What? In the house? In your house? In my house. I was at work. Uh-huh. And I kept on hearing this ping. And I have a speaker that I listen to that I used to listen to and it hooks up to my phone and I listen to podcasts and music or whatever. And, um, it just kept pinging randomly. And so I was like, okay, maybe the battery's dying or whatever. I turned it off and I went about my work still pinged. Yes. Then I realized battery. (laughs) No, it doesn't have a battery, but then I realized it was the volume on my computer that was turned all the way up and I was getting email messages. <laughs> so it wasn't paranormal. I was like, okay, I'm getting the message, Sparrow. And then <laughs> and then it was just my stupid computer. So Oh my God. I'm so sorry yeah. that you didn't have a real experience. I know. I that's what I want more than anything in the world. And it's, I know turns out it's a computer anyways that was my story it was it was scary thank you so much for letting us share that dang yeah in the meantime my phone's unplugged over here (laughs) (laughs) um all right well i have a sherry uh i mean a story to share too jeez what is wrong with us today yeah i've had it um okay so this story comes to us from a young man who's telling us about something his aunt went through. Okay. Mm-hmm. So um, his, it's his uncle's wife, his aunt. Um, they lived in an area called Bread Springs. And it was a small home that was in a little town. And um, it was surrounded by really thick woods. And all of the kids were at home, and the parents had gone into town to run some errands. Um, So with this small house, they had a few horses. They had a horse corral um, that was a ways from the house. And it was the kids' responsibility every night to go feed the horses or take care of them, tend to them is what he says. Um, 
And so they would go out there at night and they would give the horses hay and they would give them water for their trough. And he explained that uh, the hay was near the barn, but it was a pretty small barn, so they couldn't fit all the hay in there. So they actually had all these like bales of hay like stacked up. And it's, he said there were like 30 of them. And I guess that bales of hay aren't small and they look heavy. But he says that they're pretty big. So they were stacked up along the wall of the outside of the barn. And between there was like a gap. There was a gap in between all of the hay and where the the barn wall was, okay? So they're out there. They're feeding them. They're giving them water. Um, And as they're doing this, they start to hear a sound. And it sounds like it's a scratching type of noise um, or like something kind of shuffling and they can't see where it is. And so finally the sound is like amplified and all the kids just kind of stop what they're doing and they're paused um, because they're so freaked out. So the older brother, he walked around to like pinpoint what in the world the sound was. So he went to where that the hay was and where the barn was and he looked in between that crack and they saw something that was dark that was in between there um it wasn't really big it was kind of small but they couldn't tell what it was um because it was starting to get dark outside um but whenever it moved it would make that scratching noise um it's it appeared as if its body was like scraping against the the surface of the barn So the kids just thought, whatever, they thought maybe it was an animal or something that was in there. You know, these kids are fucking outdoorsy kids. They probably shoot things. They eat it after they shoot it. You know, they're like, it's an animal. Yeah. We're just going to leave it alone. It seems normal that it's there. Whereas if this were you or, or I, it would be bait for us to spend hours trying to get this small animal out. To rescue it and to make it a pet. And then we would feed it by hand. We would wrap it in blankets. We would do everything we could. Yes. Because we... We can't leave anything alone. (laughs) We must take it and make it our own. And it'll be an awful pet. Uh Uh-huh. And it'll eat us and bite us and scratch us and piss and shit everywhere. But by God, we're going to love that thing. We're going to love it to death. I saw yeah. a caterpillar crawling across a parking lot today. And I was like, I kind of want to go get that and move it because I think it's going to die out there. Like I was real <laughs> worried. It was one of those black fuzzy ones. And I was almost like, excuse me. <laughs> I didn't because then I was like, wait, aren't those poisonous? I'm not sure if I'm supposed to touch those. And then I got distracted. So. I hope it's okay. I thought about it later. <laughs> okay, back to the story. Um, okay. So eventually that little thing quit moving, so it wasn't making any more noise. Suddenly they heard something cry out, and it sounded like a cat. It was meowing, and it came from where the hay was, where they saw that stat, or where they saw that, you know, dark figure. But they said that it sounded really strange, that the meowing was off, and it looked too large to be a cat, to be honest. Um, so, you know, they got scared. <laughs> so uh, they said that it basically sounded like a person trying to mimic a cat. Oh, God damn it, no. And, like, we do that, like, meow. Right? That's what it sounded like. Is that what they did? Yeah. Meow. 
bratty. Exactly. <laughs> you know how cats do that? Oh my god, like the one that says Mubba Hole. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't there a cat that said, We're high? <laughs> So that actually, that's what they heard. This is just leading up to that was them. <laughs> they peered in and the cat said, where are I? <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Nobody's going to like this one. Okay. Um, so, you know, these kids, they all went inside because they're like, fuck it. Someone is mimicking the sound of a cat. We're fucking scared. So they get inside the house. They shut the door and they lock it. Um, and by this point now it's like completely dark outside. So the kids just kind of huddle together. Um, they're all in the living room and the older brothers like don't go outside. And he keeps looking out the window towards the barn where he, where, you know, they saw that, whatever it was. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So suddenly they hear like loud, rapid noises. Um, and it was coming from above them. It was like somebody was on the roof and they were running back and forth across the roof. Um, they said it was so fucking loud that it had to be a person because of all the weight and then the footsteps. And so his aunt said that she just began to cry and the footsteps continue to just go back and forth. I'm not quite sure how long that happened, um, but finally they stopped and it got very, very quiet and the children all sat together and. Um, they were like basically bracing themselves for something really awful to happen. Um, and then the front door opened and the parents walked in. <laughs> Woo! They told the parents what happened. Um, and days went by and at night they would start to hear something running across their roof every night. The parents heard it too. It didn't matter. And what would happen is the parents would open their window and they would yell at whatever it was in Navajo and they would tell it to go away. And then they would start to also say a prayer at the same time. Um, So eventually it went away, but it was a very scary experience for them as children. And of course, I think that we all know that this is a skinwalker. Wow. What would have been better? And what I thought about saying is the door opened and then the cat said, well, hi. (laughs) They were like, it's just an orange cat with a cowboy hat. (laughs) It's just a southern. This cat's from our church. (laughs) He's just stopping by for some apple pie. (laughs) A saucer of milk, please. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, if y'all please. haven't seen that video, it is fucking hilarious. You know, you can watch it over and over again. It's so I know. <laughs> it's really cute. <laughs> um. Anyways, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. That's a good one. That is that's fucking creepy. That. I don't know. know what's worse. Is somebody, something imitating the meow of a cat yeah. or something on top of the roof? They're both real bad. They're, it's all terrifying. It's, yeah. Do you remember the one time that we were in your room and we saw a figure outside of your window? The room that I'm in right now. <laughs> Do you remember that? 
No, I And we started screaming. We were terrified. It was like a car had turned and shined Mm -hmm. the lights on. Because that's where the house is in the corner. And so when people turn, like, you you know, you get the headlights. So the headlights went across your window and there was somebody fucking standing outside your window. I don't know, dude. We did a lot of witchcraft back then. So we were witches. Totally were. We were the craft (laughs) witches. We were. We did a lot of stuff we probably shouldn't have done. Yeah, so we probably stuff. we probably invoked somebody. Um, I can't think of the name from the craft anymore. What? Who do they worship? Manal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We invoked Manal. We totally we tr- invoked Manal. We tried to do light as a finger, stiff as a board, but that never worked. No. <sighs> Nothing ever worked, actually really sad i know we really wanted to be witches but it just never worked out well we found the one book that my parents had that our parents had what book was that they had a book about witchcraft and we found it because we're sneaky little bitches god we are awful i was like christmas i don't think so folks i know every (laughs) single thing i got i unwrapped it i put it back under the tree and i'm disappointed every christmas day because i fucking knew and i don't know what i was thinking I think I cried one year because I was like, I knew everything. I knew everything I was getting. Oh, man. No, no control. No, I was awful. I would take presents in the bathroom, unwrap them, try them on. What? I would try them on. I'd look at myself in the mirror. Yeah. And then I'd put them back in the box, wrap that sucker up and put it back under the tree. And then be really disappointed come Christmas time. Yes. I'd be sad. Wow. Mom and dad figured it out. They knew it. They make comments about it all the time. Well, this year they were like, have you opened all your presents? I was like, no, <laughs> I don't do that anymore. <laughs> oh, I'm an adult now. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't. They did we even? Oh, whatever. Anyways. Anyways. Um, so those are the stories. We got some some creepy, haunted, possessed, bad houses. Mm hmm. And we've got some um, little meow meows <laughs> hanging out on the fucking roof, just running back and forth. Um, if you would like for us to read a story that you think would be great for our show, please send it to us to at <laughs> I have a strange story podcast at gmail.com and we would be happy to read that. Yes, and um, subscribe, rate, and review us. If you review us, please give us a nice review. Um, take a snapshot of your review, send it to our e- email address with our with your mailing address, and we will mail you some stickers, especially now that we both have found our stickers. <laughs> we'll definitely mail them to you. Um, if you would like to mail us your story or mail us something weird, send it to P.O. Box 2292. Georgetown, Texas, 78627. And that's it. That's all. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess until next time. Bye. Bye. Okay, boy. Oh,